Okay, so welcome to episode one of Nerding Out with Nerd vs. World. Awesome. Is that what we're calling it? I, I, I think I just made that up on the fly. I think that kind of works. That works. That was that, that works the title in Sainsbury's on a little walk around before the show. Yeah. It was either that or it was going to end up nerdy cast or something like that. Yeah, nerdy cast. Uh, or, were, or fisting with AD was one of the options. But <laughs> I think we've gone for the. I, yeah. <laughs> so i just uh, like to just introduce my co host for today. We've got AD and Swindles from the Eclectic Podcast. Hello. Hola. Uh, basically, for Nervous's World, we've left behind the the video format for reasons which I blogged about. Essentially, the three-day production turnaround meant that by the time I got the news to air, it had already been on Facebook and Twitter for like three or four days. So it was already out of date. Yeah. And what I felt was missing in terms of the rise of nerd culture on the internet is opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And I thought, what better? We just get some beers, get some pizzas, and just nerd out for a bit. More and, beer. Yeah. <laughs> And tape it and see how it goes. Yeah, so I mean, for our for our part, we'd obviously done the Cyanides Eclectic Technical Podcast of Awesome for a while, which I still can't fucking on Wonky Cast. On Wonky Cast, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we we'd done a couple of those, and then we invited Brendan down for one, which we never managed to get edited together due to the fact that I got horrendously drunk and started shouting over people a lot. We got massively drunk at that podcast. <laughs> I think everybody got drunk, and there was far <laughs> too many people. We had about fifteen people in the it one room, which on a podcast is just completely. With one microphone, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was pretty mental. Yeah, so this, this is a heck of a step up in production value from my living room. <laughs> I'm kind of glad, in a way, that that didn't get to work. I think I remember saying that I would give April O'Neil one in that episode. <laughs> you did, yes. <laughs> yeah, you I think I said did. I would wreck April O'Neil. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I stand by that, by the way. Well, as you've now repeated it, we're not true. Uh, are you talking about the 94 film version, or are you talking about the cartoon? To be honest, <laughs> you know, I'm not entirely sure. I don't think it really matters. Um, I wonder, of. Talking of April O'Neil and the Turtles, they are they are pushing ahead with this fucking reboot. <laughs> yeah. And it is Michael Bay. Yeah, Michael Bay ruining yet more childhoods. Yeah. And is this going to be the live action version? It is, and they're going to be aliens rather than mutants. Yeah, they're not yes. turtles, and they don't eat pizza, and they don't say cowabunga. It's just, it's just they say, the what do they say? They, uh, yeah, I've seen it. I can't it's remember uh, it one now. of Ali G's catchphrases. Isn't uh, Boyaka Shah. Boyaka Shah. Is what they oh, say no. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's their new catchphrase. I suppose okay. cowabunga was a old. Like late 80s. Dude, cowabunga was never in as a term. <laughs> yes, it was. You, yeah, you just weren't in with the surf dudes. <laughs> the surf dudes the said surf cowabunga. Dudes. The, yeah. surf, the surf dudes and the Ninja Turtles. That was, that was, that was the Venn diagram of cowabunga as a well, word. They were stoner surfers. <laughs> true, it's true. It's yeah, that's true. where they got the whole ethos from the turtles from, is there a bunch of pizza-eating stoners that love to do like extreme sports. That would make a much yeah, better film. Yeah, put it that way. Yeah, 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 yeah that would work. Oh, dude, it's, 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 it's Point Break. Yeah, Point Break with Ninjas. Point Break with Ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. I, yeah, I, I, I would watch that film. There you go. <laughs> I would watch that in a heartbeat. I think I spoke vociferously against Michael Bay on one of my episodes, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a campaign to stop him. Yeah. It's oh, God, a, along the lines of stopping Uwe Boll from making any game-related <laughs> movies. Yeah. <laughs> or just any games. Games? Yeah. Uwe Ball makes games. No, but it'd be awful if he did. Ah, okay. Sorry. Yeah. That was a bit too oblique there. <laughs> my, my head was working... That's a weird, inwardly turning universe where he makes <laughs> the games and then he makes a movie adaptation of the game. No, that's just wrong. 
I think I think the less we say about the turtles or even mention it in future is probably for the yeah, best. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, let, let's uh, yeah ignore its existence. Happy with that. But as we're on movies, we might as well. Uh, we might as well look at this epic list that I'm going to produce to you, Philip Schofield style. Yeah, next year's. In fact, actually, that's 2013's list of films. Yeah, so we've got last year's. We've got last year's to talk about. In your in your opinion, best film of 2012. Well, the Avengers was awesome. It was, yeah. but then again, the Hobbit was also awesome. Yeah. So I don't know because did, did it just get into release before the end of twenty twelve? Well, yeah, the Hobbit, it yeah, it was released right. mid December. Yeah. Oh, I, I wasn't sure that um, UK release date. Yeah, because it's just before. Yeah, I think it was thirteenth yeah. of December. Yeah. I think oh, it got yeah, released. Yeah. Because it's in it's in the Oscar lineups, but yeah. just for technical categories, which irks me. Yeah. Same as Avengers, only technical categories. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a completely another story. I think. Yeah, it's, yeah. Oscars continually snubbing fantasy and sci-fi. Not, not happy with the Oscar no. nominations at all. How could they not get any nominations for anything else? Well, I think what will happen there is they'll do what they did with the the original trip, uh, with, and they'll give it to the third film. The third yeah, film will get yeah. it all. But that's a, such a cop out. Yeah, it really is. It is. But even though I think I've got to say Avengers for me yeah. is the best film of 2012. I'd say those two. Uh, I think uh, th- there was a period of time where I was pretty much continually watching the Avengers because yeah. when I went to Florida, it was on all the planes going over and back. I think I watched it twice on both flights. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, th- I think um, I remember when you came back from that, it was like one of the first things that you did was uh, go, I can't believe how cleverly they've put that in there of how they can get away with it. That, that's just freaking awesome of, yeah. of cleverly written script. Um, yes, the, yeah, the the dialogue the choices dialogue, in yeah. Avengers. Yeah. It's, yeah, what it's, a, it's what you expect from Joss Whedon, though. Yeah. And if, it, if it's the particular reference yeah. to the insult that yes, is, Loki yeah, yeah. chucks out, yeah. that's not the first time Whedon snuck that into a script. No, no, I, I imagine no. not. He snuck it into a Firefly episode. Yeah. Uh, the message when the, the agent is checking the post office where Mal picks up the, the coffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He calls the... Uh, he calls the man there a quim. Yeah. Children, again, if you're not sure what that word is, go ask your folks. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it, it, it's kind of like what Lie to Me did, because Lie to Me did that as well by just using lots of blatantly English swear words that Americans wouldn't have a clue what they, yeah. what they yeah. meant. Just, just the swearing from Tim Roth just got worse and worse and worse towards the end of that series. Uh, bless him. But, but yeah. yeah, so yeah, I think uh, for me, yeah, Avengers or the Hobbit. I think Avengers probably comes out on top just purely because there were things about the Hobbit I wasn't that happy with. I thought there were far too many kind of like near miss moments in the action. It was too kind of cartoony at points yeah. where you know the kind of falling cliffs and that where they all fall down and get wedged yeah. on the big platform between the two cliffs. That was all just a bit too much for me. Yeah, and yeah, kind of, it was. Yeah, you know, Bilbo falling like three hundred feet and coming away with like a little scratch yeah there was a lot of that that i just wasn't happy with yeah it was a bit too action movie based rather than it being story based yeah they just threw it in there just oh because we've got the technology we can do this it'll be really cool no but there was the obvious standout andy circus which that that riddles in the dark i'm sorry that was just stunning yeah that was the best scene of the movie for me Absolutely. Two scenes. That scene and when they sing the song of the only mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Those those two moments were absolutely awesome. Yeah. But for me, making the decision, it came down to if I had a night off and I had all those films from the year on Blu-ray, which one would I watch again and again? And for me, it's The Avengers. It's The Avengers or The Outsider, Cabin in the Woods. I've still not seen Cabin in the Woods. I loved Cabin in the Woods. That was a really good film. Dark Knight Rises is in there as well, but... 
Dark Knight Rises was good, but yeah, I think that Avengers, just because the the, the build-up to it had just been so well executed, and then the film just paid it off utterly. I I think for for, for me after uh, Dark Knight, um, it kind of got a bit boring, and and everybody gone, this Batman thing's been done to death now. Yeah. I I think they could have... uh, Bane, I wasn't too impressed, the characterisation of Bane, to be honest. I thought he was okay. He was. A... I think he's gonna. I thought he was always gonna struggle as a villain. Yeah. In a film after Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah. And I, I and I still think Dark Knight is the best of the three. Easily. Yes. Yeah. yeah easily. Um, yeah. And that, that that goes back to what I was saying. Like, after that, yeah. I do yeah, like the... Batman Begins just for Cillian Murphy. Like Cillian Murphy's The Scarecrow was just was amazing. Really, I, I love that he was yeah. in all the others as yeah. well, even just in cameo parts. But he yeah. was brilliant. But there's always that. There was the rumor as well that Cillian Murphy's part in. Dark Knight Rises was meant to be the Joker's part. All right. If, okay. if Heath Ledger had had been alive, he would have played that role. Mm. But then there's other th- other rumours that say that he was literally just going to be featured in the Arkham Breakout. Yeah. And nothing else. But any other movie highlights last year? I'm struggling to think of anything that I thought was really good. Or low lights. Well, I liked Looper. I thought Looper was seen pretty Looper good. Yet either no. the, the guy who wrote Looper, he's up for writing something else now, isn't he? Or directing something else? See. I read something on Digital Spy about the guy who did Looper today. It was. It might have been a connection to the the new Star Wars. Every one of their dogs has been but created. Every, to man, Star Wars. But every man and his dog has yeah. been associated with it, and then gone. Actually, no, I wouldn't yeah. touch it with a barge pole. I think it's a real poison chalice as the new Star Wars. Absolutely, yeah. You gotta have balls of steel to take that one. Well, away. I mean, the guy, the, the guy who's writing it, you know, Fair Toy Story Three, is excellent. Yeah. As a film, I, 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 it works on a kid and a grown-up level, which is what the original Star Wars did. Yeah. So I think that they've they've picked the right person for writing it, in my opinion. But as for the direction and and, and where they go with it, it's just it remains to be seen. So yeah. I had my initial knee jerk reaction about it, which was oh, Disney. Rah, rah. Yeah. But thinking about it, you know what they've done with the Marvel properties. Well, that was that's that's the thing, isn't it? Disney have kind of got the sort of the seven to thirteen year old girl market pretty well covered. Absolutely, they yeah. they need properties for. The same yeah. male demographic. They had cars, which was yeah, all right, but it's only so far you can take that as yeah. a concept. But I mean, yeah, they've they've got Marvel now. They've got Star Wars, was... which are the two really big kind of. Yeah. Boy. That, that they're aiming at. They're they're trying to aim, like you were saying, uh, across the board rather than it being at a set structure. This yeah. is aimed at six to fourteen year old girls. This is aimed at six to fourteen year old boys. This is aimed a little bit at adults so they can watch it with their kids. Yeah. It's like no, they want to aim it at yeah. everybody. Well, I, th- I, th- I think the, the Avengers and all the, the Marvel properties have been pitched at the right level. Yeah. Uh, and I think if they do the same with the Star Wars properties, then it'll be fine. Yeah. I think I think the issue for a lot of people is that they don't Destroy the existing yeah, post Jedi canon. Yeah, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff already written post Jedi. Yeah, you know, if they there make is. if they make the stories fit into that universe rather than change that universe for the stories, I think they're gonna they'll have to win the fans over. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't see why they wouldn't. Yeah, indeed. Well, that's scheduled for what, 2015, I think is is episode seven is due for. That's pretty interesting. Mm. So they got two years. Who would your pick be to direct it if you had the choice? See, I think someone like Zack Snyder would do a good job. I don't know. But he might be a bit over the top. Yeah. I don't know. Because I mean, Zack Snyder did awesome at Watchmen. I, that's an amazing film. It, I, I think he would be he- too, very heavy on the um, sort of darker side of stuff, the more destructive side of the force, as it were. It would yeah. be more sort of 
deathy, hangy. That's just just a darker version of it to me. Plus, he's back doing his oiled gladiators again. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, you know, three hundred price of an empire. Bit, bit too busy being surrounded by glittering man flesh. Yeah, but he loves he loves the blood and the man boobs. You know. <laughs> So I think Neil Blomkamp. Yeah. I think that I think that'd be an interesting pick. Yeah. Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. If, yeah. Right. If you could pick, if you could pick anyone, you would. But. <laughs> but you know, that would just Disney. Disney. <laughs> <laughs> that would just be like two stormtroopers sat with a double headshot having a conversation for the entire film <laughs> <laughs> and a big bag of weed in, in a ready box. I would watch that movie so yeah. so hard. I really would. <laughs> you could almost say it's like it'd be an offshoot of like. What happened to the box that they pulled out of the cargo hold in of the Millennium Falcon? It's just like full of like Jabba the Hutt's best weed. And there's a couple of stormtroopers selling. <laughs> I can do a bong out of your helmet. <laughs> what was TK421 doing when he wasn't at his post? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Getting high. <laughs> so who would your pick be other than Kevin Smith? I'm I'm not a massive directorial follower, so I I, I can't really say a hundred percent on on things like that. I will go, oh, that's a really cool film. Who did the directing of it? Rather than going, I know what that that person's a really good director in that kind of genre. They're really good at that. But so, as long as it's kept true to the fan base and to the already pre-written stuff, then. Yeah. I think I'll agree with you on that one. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was, I was quite surprised with my reaction to the whole thing. I think anyone who follows me on Twitter or on Facebook knows that I have a tendency to rage, mm. and I didn't rage about it. I was just like, "Chili beans." They did, they did a right by, by Marvel, yeah. so I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it. Plus, I waited years for a Star Wars film to be released in a generation where I could watch it at the cinema, and I got the Phantom Menace. So. I want another chance of that. Mm. And episode seven should do that for a me. A real one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I think I got taken to see Empire at the cinema when I was like two. And I definitely remember going to see Return of the Jedi at yeah. the cinema. But then in Ardring, I remember when I was at university in Lancaster, they did uh, a day where they just showed all three of them back to back in the cinema. And that was that was that awesome. Was and that was the originals, not the, not the oh, special editions. That so would have been amazing. That was very cool. I wish they'd re-released them. I mean, they're, re- they're re-showing <coughs> episode two and three at the end of this year. Mm. I wish they'd do four, five, and six. Yeah. For the original cuts, not yeah. the remastered. Well, that's it. Yeah, I mean, I, I've got the theatrical cuts on the DVDs, because that's why I, I waited specifically for those ones to come out and, and got the ones with the, the bonus discs, because the theatrical editions, and uh, we sat and watched that for my, my 30th. Nice. Watched all six Star Wars <laughs> movies in a row, plus the Clone Wars. Brilliant. <laughs> in a Brilliant. Darth Vader outfit. I was only in the Darth Vader outfit for half the day. Well, yeah, because obviously you can't have Darth Vader during Phantom Menace. Absolutely. So, yeah, at the point where you swap onto uh, episode four, crack out the Darth Vader kit. Yeah. Um, We we were going to print out a load of Ewok masks for Return of the Jedi and just, like, wait for you to go for a piss and then come back down and all sit with Ewok faces on, but, you know. That was not bloody. (laughs) Genuinely curious here. When you watch them in order, what order do you watch them? We watched them in episode order. So one, three to six. Yes. Yeah, I know. Mean, so my my preference would have probably been to watch it in 
the order of release. But to be fair, I'd have got to the end of Jedi and called it a day. Yeah, fair <laughs> yeah, I think I would as well. <laughs> so we, we kind of did it in, in the, this was how George Lucas intended it, in inverted commas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I'm not going to sit in bad mouth Star Wars again. <laughs> Anyone who knows me knows that I just I, I rant about it enough. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> so, any, anything else 2012? Anything well... Else? Just one definite, very definite <laughs> low light for me, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that has to be Prometheus. Yeah, I mean, I, I was really looking forward to seeing it, and to be honest, I didn't see it in the cinema, uh, but I, by the sounds of it, I didn't lose anything by no. not seeing it in the cinema. Um, and it was all right. But it should have been amazing. It should have been amazing, yeah. yeah. But I, I, as, as we were saying earlier on, the... The fact they tried to distance it so much from the Alien franchise, I, I, I still don't get why they did that. Yeah, I right. don't understand the rationale behind saying <clears throat> it's not a prequel; it's in the same universe. But the original script was, was called Alien Engineers. The script before it went to Lindelof for his changes, and that script set it in the same place. Mm. So the LV forty six, and it ended with the derelict we know from Alien crashing on that planet. And that would have been brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I think what really irks me about the film more than anything else is how it, how it purported to be intelligent science fiction, mm-hmm. but all the exposition was... You were spoon-fed it. Yeah. You were spoon-fed all the things. There was no intelligence to it. Yeah. And that, that kind of pissed me off, I think, just being made to feel dumb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think the, the plot was kind of lacking. I mean, some of the performances were fine. I mean, uh, Fassbender was Fassbender great. Fassbender was awesome. Yeah. And Numi Rapace as well was was great. Um, but yeah, I think just it, it was let down by the script. Yeah, I, I, I kind of feel that Ridley Scott managed to phantom menace his own franchise. Yeah, it? yeah, I think so. Yeah. Although yeah. it was painted. I love how you can use that as a verb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, I think I think I've probably laid the ghost of Prometheus to rest for now. I thought um, it's not Yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. It, it's it's gone. It's done. Yeah. Let's move on. Let's move past that. I think I've been set on that for about half a year now. I think. Yeah. yeah. That's enough bitterness now. Yeah. So. Says me, who still can't right. forgive Phantom Menace. <laughs> so what's coming up this week? So 2013, sir. 2013. Well, I started making a list of films, and then my hand got tired, so I stopped because I filled a page. But there's some really good films coming out. Of particular interest that I'm looking forward to, aside from Star Trek 2 Into Darkness, which is just going to be, be amazing. Awesome. Yeah, um, I'm really looking forward to Elysium. That's the Neil Blomkamp uh, science fiction film. Yes. With, with the, yeah, the Earth, yeah, yeah. which is a, a, essentially a garbage pit, yeah. and a floating space station. It's one man is kind of forced into trying to make things better from the space station. So there's that. Uh, what else? Anchorman. That's back. The legend continues. Yeah, I, I can't stand Will Ferrell. Sorry. Really? Yeah, Anchorman really can't just stand shit. him. Oh my god. No, yeah. I, 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 Fair I, enough. We're going to brush right past that there's one. Only, yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. only one film that Will Ferrell has done that I didn't mind him in, and that was one called Stranger Than Fiction, which was him and Emma Thompson. And Emma Thompson was a novelist, and she was writing a book, and it turned yes. out to be his life. And yes. That was really quite an interesting film, and he didn't—he he wasn't mugging all the way through it, which is the thing that I hate about okay. him. Mm. Uh, I mean, for, for my opinion, he almost ruined Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back just by his presence. But, 
Fair enough. Sorry, not, okay. not a Will Ferrell fan. So. <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> Fortunately, you have a lot of choice, though, so it's okay. Uh, much to do about nothing. Yeah, very much looking forward to this. It's yet another Joss Whedon, here's what I did with my mates yeah. thing. But, but is it got like Richard E. Grant in it or something like that? You know? well, it's not Richard E. Grant, but I mean, it, it, it's, no. it's all the usual suspects from, from the Whedon verse yeah. are all yeah. in there. No, it, it's just that it's the same crowd kind of seem to do those things over and over and over again, and it's like true, yeah, but yeah, like, not, not with Joss Whedon at the helm, no. they don't. <laughs> no, yeah, that, that, that's, that's what I was going to lead on to. Is like, no, 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 you you've got all those over and over, and it's like, weren't they somebody in that, and weren't they in that? Yeah, there's a lot of crossover, but yeah, I mean, uh, as, as well as that, there's supposed to be another uh, Doctor Horrible on the cards as yeah, well. Yeah, there is. Yeah, well, that, was, that'd be cool. That would be great because uh, the first round of Doctor Horrible was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that would be awesome. What are people's fears about Man of Steel? I'm quite looking forward to yeah. it. Yeah, because I mean, I, I really enjoyed uh, the last Superman that came out, the Superman Returns. Yeah, I wasn't sold on that. Yeah, so, I, I quite enjoyed it. I thought it was nice that they basically tried to ignore Superman three and four. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good shout. So, yeah, I, I, I quite enjoyed that. Um, again, I think it could have been a bit better, but I, I, I have high hopes for for Man of Steel. Do you know what what their plans are in terms of whether they're linking this up with the kind of proposed Justice League or? I think it's meant to be essentially the Superman character in this will be the same Superman from Justice League. Right, okay. So we're looking like Justice League shaping up to be um, this guy and are we still looking at... um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt? No, not Joseph. Well, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, I'm thinking he's going to be Nightwing, isn't he? If if, if we're going anywhere near that. But uh, no, Green Lantern. Um, Ryan Reynolds. God, I actually... Ryan Reynolds? Well, he's... I saw something uh, recently. It won't be Ryan Reynolds, but it will be that interpretation of Green Lantern. Right, okay. Um, hmm. Which That's because Ryan Reynolds supposedly Deadpooling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'd, still, I'd watch that. Yeah, I, who wouldn't? <laughs> who wouldn't watch Deadpool? Yeah, I'd watch Deadpool film. Absolutely. Did you read Marvel Kills uh, Deadpool I've Kills the Marvel Universe? I've still not read that yet, no. Because <sighs> okay. I, I, I have to get around to reading it because yeah. Punisher Kills the Marvel Universe is one of my favourite books of all time. So I think Deadpool doing Deadpool it would be, be just cool. hilarious. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah and it, it is. Um, see, I'm not, I'm not sold on Justice League. I really want it to work. I, I really want it to work, but I just don't... I, I think I that the DC working. film universe is too disparate. Yeah. Yes. And I think this is kind of... And what they're going to get the Dark Knight Rises mixed. Well, they're not because they've got to reboot Batman again. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. They they can't they can't chuck in Batman Rises. Chuck that into that. No, it it just wouldn't work because he'd end up fucking stabbing them or something. Well, the reboot of Batman's (laughs) meant to be planned for 2016. Something I read. DC recently, last couple of days, bought up 15 different domain names, all around Batman. And Dark Knight and Arkham Asylum. Oh. So there's no rumours going around that the Batman reboot will be based on the Arkham Asylum game. All oh, right, okay. So interesting. Sure. We're going to beat screen Harley Quinn. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard, you beat me to it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, six foot, nine Harley legs. <laughs> Can we all just take a moment to imagine a six foot Harley Quinn? No, that's just the legs. 
yeah. I just think that for the Justice League movie to work, they should have started working on it sooner. Yeah, I think so. I, yes. I, I think there were too many films that had come out that were that that the characters should be in the Justice League and they were doing independent standalone movies yeah. and didn't have that kind of cohesive plan that the Avengers had. Yeah. Indeed. So and I think coming at it now they're too late to put that plan into yeah. into fruition. Especially if they're still set on releasing the Justice League movie in twenty fifteen to challenge Avengers yeah, two. Indeed. Because we still haven't got any word on a Flash movie. No. Or a Wonder Woman film. Well Wonder Woman I don't think is gonna happen. There was talk of a Wonder Woman T V series, but I think that pilot got canned as well. Yeah. It did, yes. Well yeah. wasn't Joss Whedon involved in that? I don't or know. Was it Mar- was just some some other people from the Whedon universe? Were yeah, involved? I think it was some other people from the Whedon universe were in that. Mm. Um, yeah, but that yeah that that got canned. So I I don't know. I think it just seems too difficult to pull it together. Yeah. I mean, have you have you seen any of the original Flash movies? Yeah, the, the Flash Two: Revenge of the Trickster with Mark Hamill as the trickster. No, I've not seen that. Oh, mate, you've got to watch How it. How I not watch that? It's okay. brilliant. Was that not the inspiration for... Um, for the Joker, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not for the, just so much for the Joker, but for, for the... Um, um, oh, what the hell is it called? In uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Cock ah, knocker. yeah, Cock, cock knocker. knocker. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the inspiration for the Cock Knocker Absolutely. was from that. Yes, yeah. Because yeah. it was yeah. very uh, very similar. Yeah, so Mark Hamill's very funny in that. Yes. Well, he's actually very, very good. Yeah, no, he's, he's brilliant. I yeah. think, and I think his uh, Joker yeah. is an awesome Joker. Indeed, that's why he, yeah. that keeps getting quoted as being the best Joker. Yeah, which I, I agree with. Yeah, I think it, when you look at it, a, a lot of um, Heath Ledger's take on the yeah. Joker had a lot of Mark Hamill's Joker in there. Yeah, but yeah, like we said, we've got loads of choice. Uh, the World's End, for example, that is the. Simon Pegg flick. Oh, Ed yes. Wright is yes, the, yes, the, the yes. final part of the... The Cornetto trilogy. trilogy. I was going to yeah. say, wasn't that bloody uh, Pirates of the Caribbean? That's not. That's not Pirates I, of the Caribbean. I know, I know. Every time, every time someone brings up Pirates of the Caribbean, I'm forced to remember that that was also Disney. Yes. And my, my Star Wars Disney strength kind of wavers a little bit. Apart from the fourth <laughs> Pirates movie. A bit sucky. Yeah. Uh, no, the, the other day when when we went to see The Hobbit, <clears throat> the one thing that got me was the Pacific Rim trailer. Yes. <laughs> oh. I, I just, how awesome was it just to hear GLaDOS halfway through it? Yeah, but the, I, heard, I, I read some of this week <clears throat> that they're talking about scaling back her voice. Oh, no. I was like, no. No, don't do no, it. No, don't. That, that's, we love hearing GLaDOS. It was it's absolute awesome. genius. Uh, the 12th of July cannot come soon enough. Indeed. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. I, I, really? Charlie Hunnam's great as well. I'm a big fan of Sons of Anarchy. Idris Elba. Yeah, but it, 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 looked, yes. it looked a bit... It looks a bit cheesy. Yeah. It, yeah. It, giant robots fighting giant monsters. But it, that's what sci-fi is, yeah. man. Yeah. I know, but... Yeah. <laughs> it looked a bit crappy. Godzilla it, it, versus Mechagodzilla. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> but it just looks like the sort of film that you could just watch and enjoy. Yeah. No, no need to worry about a sequel. No need to worry about a bigger backstory or a, or a graphic novel that you've missed out on just a film that you can just go and chill the fuck giant out giant monsters watch giant yeah. machines yeah. <laughs> so yeah that's that's definitely that's one of my highlights yeah. for the I'm really looking picks. forward to it yeah. a, I just, that, just the moment that I heard GLaDOS in the trailer yeah. I was like, oh, crash God. and burn a little bit that's all yeah yeah <laughs> yeah 
just smacked a little bit of that. Yeah, I suppose. Well, we've got, we got a ton of sequels coming up next year, haven't we? Well, we've got more in the Phase 2 continuity from Marvel, so Iron Man 3 and Thor, Thor 2. Thor 2, yeah. yeah. Uh, Iron Man 3. Thor 2, still Thor. Thor. Yeah. <laughs> Thor's son. Still son th- of Thor. <laughs> no. And the Wolverine, which is being listed as yeah. X-Men Origins Wolverine 2. The yeah. Wolverine. Is it? Yes, yeah. it is. Because yeah. from what I've seen, little not they, they haven't done any trailers, but little bits that have... It looks very much like almost like the um, uh, X Men Origins manga style, the Japanese ah, version. Uh, yeah, the, the Wolverine it, manga. Yes, yeah, it, yeah. It, it actually some of it, from what I can <clears throat> gather, is actually looking like it's they're pulling straws out of that. Sure, sure. Yeah, it might be interesting. Well, to be honest, it can't be any worse than the first Wolverine Origin. So, and is that still starring? Uh, same guy. Hugh Jackman. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, yeah, it is Hugh Jackman. And that's okay. why Deadpool came in. Yeah. Cool. And it's meant to be set after X-Men 3 Last Stand as well. Yes, it's supposed it's to be. In the, yeah, in the same there, continuity. There's, <clears throat> there's the, one of the X-Men will be turning up and we don't know which one yet. Whether it be male or female. Indeed, yeah. And for continuity, it's probably going to be Rogue. Yeah, probably. Sorry. <laughs> probably going to be Rogue and then they'll try and see if they can tie those in for X-Men First Class 2, Part two Days of yeah. Future Past. Yeah. Yes. Which will need to have ex- which will need to have Wolverine and Rogue in it. Yes, Indeed. exactly. So I'll get back to you, uh, Man of Steel thing, and I'm like uh, bringing the Justice League stuff. Are they gonna? You know, they've still got these Smallville spin-off things going on. You know, well, they've got Arrow, Arrow, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. they have. Well, yeah. Arrow's not a Smallville spin-off; it's its own it's a, show. It's a DC spin-off. Yes, it is, but. He, he was in the tail end of Smallville and, yeah. and they were ooh and people like that character yeah, let's yeah. do that character independently yeah, yeah with a different actor though I'm, I'm, it's what, very good though I like it yeah, I think but it's really on, good on those lines are they going to end up there's, is there going to be a TV show like Little League you know of justice <laughs> and it's going to be all the little kids get together well like I mean there's going to be Batman before he's Batman you, you're getting all the well, spin off TV yeah. shows from yeah. films now that's, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying yeah. well the, what they said uh Comic Con last year, in terms of DC, was that they were going to try and build the the Justice League around all their franchises. So not just film, but they're going to look at game, yeah. TV, TV, yeah, and their their cartoon films as well. And they were going to use those to build the Justice League universe. Mm-hmm. So Arrow's part of that strategy. And uh, the the next Batman Arkham Asylum game is meant to be set sort of back in the sixties where Batman and Soup's first meet in terms of the Justice League mythology, mm-hmm. um, I still don't think it's good enough to yeah. sort of compete with Marvel's Avenger. It's going to take them a long time to tie all those loose ends up. Absolutely. Speaking of TV really spin-offs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, see, I see what you did there. <laughs> I like a little segue. Straight into S.H.I.E.L.D. Absolutely. That is going to be the mother of all TV shows. Looking at end fall so. this year, fall yeah. season, 2013. The, uh, it's not long, guys. <laughs> the pilots, the pilots being fast track. Yeah, they're already pretty confident it's going to get picked up. As well, well, apparently that he's been writing scripts before it even got yeah. picked up for a pilot. So yeah, I mean it's it, it, it's it's happening. But I don't know, my, 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 again, knee-jerk reaction on this one. Agent Coulson. How are they going around this? Okay, that's yeah. Uh, because he's in the TV show. Yeah. He is. He's yes. in the TV show, and it, the TV Same show is set post the Battle of New York, yeah. so it's, it, it is. follows on from Avengers. And it's there to beef out 
shield for the next round of yeah. Avengers movies. So, so how are I, they getting away with Agent Coulson? I don't think he'll be a roaming character. I think he might be constrained as a hologram to work within uh, the helicarrier. Now there's a possibility. Yeah. He will be a hologram or a construct, something confined to the shield sort of base operations. Either the helicarrier or possibility. the yeah. ground base. That's what I think. I think that's... But then, it's a film. Yeah. It, well, it's a TV show with yeah, superpowers, yeah. so yeah. anything can happen. Yeah, well, because that's what it is. You know, they, they could go down the he-didn't-really-die route or... Yeah. Like, oh. But I think you'd have to be careful because if Joss Whedon allowed Coulson to be brought back this way after being stabbed through the chest, yeah. there'd be everyone clamouring for, well, do the same for Wash. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I would be chief amongst them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think as well, what, what I read this week, I think Geeky Girls Who Love Sci-Fi, uh, their blog, they tied up all the S.H.I.E.L.D. news into one blog post. Right. Which is really good, because I was just getting bombarded all over the place with mm. different S.H.I.E.L.D. news. Uh, apparently it's going to focus on um, the humans. Yes. Not, not the yeah, supers, yeah. it's going to look at everyday mundane apparently there's going to be some on the peripherals but the yeah. low levels not not the kind of big, big so they're, they're going to focus a lot on um, Black Widow and, and the likes then well actually I, I don't even know if they're going to be focusing that. on Black Widow yeah. and, and Hawkeye because again they're just yeah. they are humans but they're they're big names yeah. yes, it's going to be even right. lesser characters yeah, it's, than those it's going to be the rank and file essentially yeah. oh ok I uh, see it, it, what it sounds like is it's effectively going to be a procedural yeah. A crime procedural show. Mm. I, I'm okay with that. I'm very happy. With <laughs> very that. happy. With interesting. That. Um, <clears throat> and with Nick Fury, allegedly, yeah. Samuel L. Jackson has said that he would see himself at least doing a sort of Charlie role from Charlie's. Yeah, well, he's got to at least be in the pilot. Yeah, and he's up yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. You've got to get but a few he, of the he big names the into the pilot. He loves his Star Wars. He loves his DC. He loves his Marvel. Yeah. He's actually claimed as much. Well, yeah, very I mean, publicly. Yeah, so. Mace Windu. Yes. <laughs> He's so, there. And wants to um, re-spark that one. He's the baddest motherfucker in the sci-fi universe. <laughs> oh, he has made a statement of, like, even if he has to come back with a hand or an arm missing or a couple of legs, you're still, he'll still want to come back and, and carry on the uh, Star Wars. <laughs> He's going to have a job doing that in episode seven, though. Yeah. yeah that's, that's probably going to be a bit of a stretch. Yeah. They can always tell He's no, the no baddest one. motherfucking hologram in the Star Wars <laughs> yeah. universe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, so S.H.I.E.L.D. is definitely... I, I, we're, on t- we're on to TV now, I think. Yeah, and that's, sorry. That's yeah. No, that's fine. I don't know. No, no, no. The S.H.I.E.L.D. is uh, definitely one to look forward to, which is good because we're losing. We're losing, we're losing shows. shows. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, 666 Park Avenue got canned halfway through its first season. Yeah. I started watching that. The first three episodes had real promise, but then it just tried oh. to do too much of its own good. Right, right. Um, but it made no play about being quite a supernatural show. Mm. It didn't hold back the secret of Terry Quinn's character that sort of went out there with it. But just didn't hold up. And of course, Fringe. 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 Friday night. Friday night's the finale. It. It's gone. I'm really looking forward to the finale. The, 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 the lead up to it has been brilliant. Yeah. It's just such a great show. I've loved some of the quirky episodes they've done. are just such brilliant TV. Yeah, I finally caught up with it and I saw the... Uh, the Black Blotter episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, I'm just going to miss that show. I'm going to miss such a strong sort of sci-fi presence on television. Yeah. Yeah. Because there isn't 
much left. We've, we say we've lost Eureka. We lost, yeah, we lost Eureka last year. Uh, Sanctuary's not been renewed. Um, what else have we lost? Well, there's, there's uh, there is one Utopia. I've not seen it. it was, uh, the Utopia night. started yesterday. Utopia, I missed, yeah. It. Yeah. I missed it. But that's, that's I, I've not seen that. But lots of people it, it say it's very good. good. Yeah. Another good one is Continuum. Yeah. Now I have really no, enjoyed, enjoyed Continuum. So I think that's been picked up for a second season. That's good. So uh, as far as I know, yeah, I'm, I'm I think it's, I, I think the second season. I do like, yeah, yeah. I do like the way that looks. I I, I heard about it and went right. I'm going to give that a go, but I haven't been able to keep up with yeah. it. Um, I think it was only ten episodes. I think yeah, it was. It's a, short first, it's a short first run. Yeah, but yeah, that was that was really really good. I really cool. enjoyed that. that. So what else? Have we so we've lost Eureka. We've lost Fringe. We've lost, lost um, Sanctuary. Um, yeah, we've gained Continuum. I think Walking Dead's been picked up again. Yeah. Game of Thrones is back on our screens. Oh, Game of Thrones. March. Can't yeah. wait. March. That's going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's going to be good. Well, we'll be seeing uh, Rob Stark yeah. and uh, Jerome Flynn. Uh, uh, the SF- the sci-fi, sci-fi Weekend. The sci-fi Weekend. Not the SFX, not the SFX Weekend anymore. Really it's the weekend. Sci-Fi Weekend now. But I mean, the, the, the big exciting TV news for me this year is Doctor Who, 50th yeah. anniversary. Can't wait to see what they're doing. Yeah. 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 Oh come on! You've, you've got to be That's excited. No, it's, it's like, what are they going to do? Well, indeed, yeah. But I, I know one thing that is happening, and that the uh, there's a five Doctor Big Finish audio play. So uh-huh. Tom Baker, um, Sylvester McCoy, yes. uh, Peter Davison. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't remember who else did it. Uh, eighth. Doctor Paul McGann, Paul McGann. and uh, oh, yeah. I think it's I think Colin Baker as well. Yeah, I think all of them are doing a big finish audio multi Doctor fiftieth oh. anniversary, and they're getting loads of the past companions back. Leela, Le- yeah, Leela's there. Yeah. Um, they're getting Mel back. No, <laughs> they're bringing Bounty Mel back. <laughs> I think Jeez. that's probably where my infatuation with Redhead started. Really? Yeah, possibly. Uh, if I was to pick a root cause. For my for why I'm attracted to Bonnie Langford. Probably I was going to say, but that's probably. Bonnie Langford, dude. Seriously, yeah. I hated Bonnie Langford's character. Really? The, the, yeah, the whole screaming. She was irritating. She was fucking shit. See, when I first, when I well, I was what when those were out. I was probably six Three. or six or seven <laughs> when they were on TV. I mean, she was no, she was no ace. Oh god, Sophie no. Aldred as an ace. She was, oh, she yes. was the bomb. She was, she was awesome. The um, weird thing about Mel as the character was that she turned up as. A companion before she'd been a companion. Yes, because she was so, in a random episode giving uh, evidence okay. at a trial of uh, a trial of a time lord, and that was before she became a companion. Indeed. But so, talking of companions, Clara. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it, it's interesting. Uh, I'm. <laughs> Stop touching my leg, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested to I see where they go with this. Yeah. Uh, are we going to get like a whole? Season of her dying every episode. Yeah, or? that's going <laughs> to annoy me. Is she the new? Is she the new Rory? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. The girl who died and died again. <laughs> I hope it doesn't suffer from river songitis. Yeah. Yeah. Where because a really interesting character and then they're just not quite sure what the story is. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think I, I, I I've gotten a bit irked over this kind of new iteration of Doctor Who of the companions being like the most important thing in the universe. Yeah. There's like Rose looked into the time vortex and became all powerful, and and the girl who waited and she's responsible for the Pandorica and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All, all of the companions have seemed to have this like Donna Noble, she is the Doctor Donna, and rah, rah, rah. Yeah. all these epic plot lines around the companions. Can we not just have companions? 
Yes. Yeah, well, it's, it's, I think it's sort of the, the difference in the way that the show's written now as well. Before, it used to be six episodes, three or four-part episodes each, mm. no overlying, sort of, no sort of overarching story from episode one to episode six. You know, it was just like individual stories. Well, I mean, there, there, was, so, there were some that were, like uh, there was the, the Keys to Time, which was like, that was a whole season. That okay, was the one yeah. where Douglas Adams yeah. was the showrunner. Yeah. And then Trial of a Time Lord. So okay, th- well, there's the a precedent time, for it. Yeah. But I don't know whether Moffat does that well enough. Mm. I think he does individual stories brilliantly. I think he does brilliant better than Russell T. Davis did. Yeah. Although, Torchwood in a couple of episodes and then another episode later, Torchwood. Like, everybody's going, I don't know what this Torchwood is, but I've just irked at it being name-dropped in every episode now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm beginning to not care what Torchwood okay. is. <laughs> and is that the same for the Bad Wolf thing with you? Yeah, absolutely, okay. yeah. Lone Wolf. It was Bad no, Wolf. No, Bad Wolf. Bad Wolf. It was Rose, Bad Wolf. Was, yeah. So I, I, I'd, I'd like it to be just a normal companion, but obviously it's not going to be with this amazing, regenerating, yeah. rejuvenating, reincarnating, whatever it is she's doing. Because uh, historically uh, speaking, the, the the companion was there to take on the role of us as the audience to have everything explained to us. Yes, yeah. that was the point of the of the, of the companion. That was to it's bring like, it oh, to you our stupid level, man. and this everything that the doctor on. explains to them. The is companion is explaining to us yeah. within our sphere of understanding, and that worked great. Uh, and that kind of held true for a lot of the first season with Christopher Eccleston and then it ceased being that way and it just yeah, yeah. so I, I, I don't know I, I'd like to see it go back I'd like to see a multi-doctor episode but I don't think it'll happen really? I, I really don't think, think so happen? no I, 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 I mean there, there are a multitude of ways they could do it but I just think that a lot of the actors have got to the stage where they're like they're happy to do the audio plays but there's no way that they could sit and be them as the Doctor 20 years ago or whatever no, running around yeah. and doing stuff because they're all older well, I wouldn't go as far as saying they're all fat and ugly, but, you know... They are. <laughs> they are put on fuck loads of weight, I still think Sylvester McCoy could do it. So, I think Sylvester McCoy could. I mean, with seeing him in action at the Sci-Fi Weekend last year, he was running around the audience with a microphone. He was brilliant. And was, seeing him running around in The Hobbit as well, right was just yeah. genius. And I'd want him to come back because he was my Doctor. Yeah. I think yeah. that was... I was watching Doctor Who, uh-huh. and he was the Doctor when I was old enough to understand what I was watching. Yeah. I say. Uh, Peter Davison was behind in that, and he did come back for Time Crash, which is the, the Children in Need one. Yeah. So that was nice that, that my doctor came back. But uh, he's, he's at the Sci Fi Weekender. He is. So have you seen Peter Davison? Yeah. Who else have we got from Doctor Who? Fraser Hines and Ben Aronovich back yeah. from writing. Oh, bless him. He's, he signed my DVD of that last year. Did he? Yeah. Oh, cool. That was really cool. Well, actually, speaking of that, sorry, shows, have you seen any of Elementary? I yes. watched. The, I watched the pilot. I watched the first episode. It's rather good. I really quite like yeah. it. I've I, gotten into it. I really? don't yeah. like okay. the Doctor Watson. I, I, but then again, I've got a personal vendetta against Lucy Liu. I do. Yeah, because <laughs> I think she's fucking shit. <laughs> hey, oh. I'm Lucy Liu. I'm going to be the same character in everything I do. I saw the pilot. Um, I do love Johnny Lee Miller, and he's very, very good. As the series carries on, he's very, very good. Holmes. Okay, mm. I'm going to have he to is. watch more then. He I is. think he's great, and I I love the way they're doing it, and I'll be I interested like to see what they come up with in terms of kind of ongoing who's going to play Moriarty if they're going to get someone in for that. It's it's very different to Sherlock. You can't really compare the two. Okay. No. So just take it as being completely different shows because 
it's not set in London, it's set in New York. Yeah. He is British, but he's a recovering drug addict and stuff. It's a really good story. Yes. I, I, I really like Elementary. I think it's it, done it works. Very, very well. Okay, I'll definitely, keep, I'll definitely, I'll definitely persevere with it. I am kind of... But, I tolerate Lucy Liu just yeah. because it's 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 good enough to not make her a massively strong character mm. to to overpower it, which is nice because of being a, a big film actress that she is could very well have done that. No, yeah. yeah it, well, it's, it's what same thing could have been said with Johnny Lee Miller. Same thing could have been said with Johnny Lee Miller coming into it, but he's not that. Uh, that's, but I, I just, renowned or well, well known. I it's just hackers that I just revere that film. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> in, in my opinion, he can do no yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. Hackers, <laughs> hackers, and plug it. To be fair, it's probably one of the, it's probably the biggest thing he's done since Hackers, or the one of the better things he's done. Well, since Plunkett Hackers. McLean, as, as we said, and uh, yeah, he did a, did a show that went on for two seasons. Eli Stone, and that was fabulous. Did it? Did you see any of that? So is that the, one with the, the lawyer, lawyer with, with the bloke with the, the aneurysm? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a brilliant series. It just uh, George Michael just kept turning up turning in it randomly and singing. It was brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I really yeah. liked. That I, show. I, I managed to catch a few episodes. Didn't watch it religiously though. I really liked exactly. it. I watched the whole of that. that so I, I have too many shows that I do that with though, like Castle. Yeah, I yeah. watch every episode of that. That yeah, show yeah, yeah. is mentalist. The mentalist. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. It's all along those sort of. Are we uh, going to do the latest stuff? Yeah, all those targets and then there's bones, NCIS, NCISLA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you've, you've tuned in just there as lists TV shows that we like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is what we spend our time doing. Shall we take a quick break with some music? Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and so for our music today, we have an Oxford metal band called Crisis. This is a track off their EP Defiant. It's called We Will Rise.
So what have we got left on the agenda? The agenda, which is so formal. <laughs> but as, but as you mentioned agenda, I do have some talking points. Handley was out for us. Cool. Okay. Um, did you see the... Uh, are we back recording now? Yes. Okay. Okay, well, so we're back. And after we're whatever, back. And we're back after whatever that was. <laughs> that was awesome, kids. Go out and buy it. <laughs> <laughs> From your local HMV. <laughs> oh, or you can always soon. rent it from Blockbusters. <laughs> Too soon, I think so. Uh, just, just as an, just as an aside, though, um, the HMV closing—it is a loss to the high street, in terms of a brick and mortar store. But there's been really shameful stories of customers this week in Oxford giving the staff behind the counter shit. And I understand their frustration that their gift cards aren't working. It's the first thing the Deloitte sort of took off, so they can't use them. But it's not the staff point that counts fault. So I think. No, it's not. I, no. I, I think I said this on Twitter. I think if you are in HMV taking advantage of the closing down sales and their offers, don't be a dick to well, the no, staff. In all fairness, know. give them a break. These people yeah. might be losing their jobs. Yeah, they, they are losing well, their jobs. Well, we don't know yet because it, it, it's an administration. It Fair may enough. well. Yeah. It, it's likely that it will survive in some way, shape, or form because it's, it's responsible for a quarter of the entire sales of DVD and music in the country. Yeah. So, you know, the music industry and the film industry are going to jump behind it and do what they can to try and, and save something out of it. So I, I, I don't think HMV is going to be gone. I think it will be there still in some way, shape or form. I'm surprised Richard Branson hasn't bought it up. Well, Richard Virgin died years ago. Yeah, I'm surprised Tesco haven't. Te- or, or a supermarket, they already have... That's a good point. Sainsbury's yeah, and Tesco's and yeah. Asda even have yeah. their own uh, you know, CDs and videos I mean, I, I, and DVDs. What and stuff, I'd like so. to see out of it is I'd like to see... It, it, again, it comes back to the point why we're doing this. I'd like to see in stores like that opinion from the staff. I would like the staff there to have a considered opinion on different styles of music. So, so I go in and go, I like this kind of thing. What, what do you recommend? You recommend? Yeah. yeah. That's what I'd like to see. I'd like to see a specialised service of, yes. of, of people who are knowledgeable Rather about their products. Like, uh, t-shirts are over there. Yeah. Uh, CDs I, are there. I think HMV and Blockbusters and so forth. I mean, Blockbusters not so much because I, mean, I used to run a Blockbusters and and a lot of what I used to do there was I used to enjoy matching films to people. Yeah, I, I, I used to. Yeah, I was very good at that. Yeah. Uh, and so that that I enjoyed doing that as a service. So if you and I like to see somebody porn. Do you think they're a cunt? Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, no, I keep giving them Will Ferrell movies. But. <laughs> <laughs> nice! <laughs> and we're back in the room. <laughs> um, Sorry. Now, a colleague of mine here actually wrote a really good blog, blog article on the HMV at Claps, and I'll put that in the link where we host this, sure, this sure. podcast. And, and he's of the same opinion, that the personal service needs to be back in these sort of stores. Yeah. And he... He cites a truck store in Oxford as, yeah, as that, an example a great store, of yeah. a store that works yeah. in terms of asking the customer what they're, here, what they're there to buy yeah. rather than selling them whatever you can. Absolutely. And I, I think that's the way it should go. And it, it should be a specialised service for people who are interested in music, music and film. People who aren't necessarily interested in it and just want to get the latest thing, they can buy it in Tesco or Sainsbury's. Yeah. And that's oh. absolutely fine. So why not take it back to yeah. being a specialised... Well, go buy it on iTunes with your fucking yeah, iPad. A specialised retailer. Yeah. Yeah. Of people who are there to provide opinion and context in in terms of the music and the films that you actually want to see, yeah. I think that would be a bonus to come out of this. Yeah, and I think the guys who are working HMV want to do that, but the management is so insistent they're so focused on, sales. on bulk sales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, oh, like the, the the guys who worked upstairs in um, this is going back a couple of years ago. Um, 
they were really cool. They really were into their film. They really were into their TV series, yeah. and they had it sorted. They the the anime uh, uh, section and the world uh, section. They had it set up right. It wasn't the one in Ox wasn't as HMV. Universal wanted it set out. They actually laid it out that worked. Mm. And the uh, big bosses came in about 18 months ago. Well, no, you're a bunch of fucking retards. This isn't what we told you to do. Yeah. And it's bang. Their, their DVD sales dropped. Because uh, I know cause a, a friend of mine actually worked there until a few months back. And they said, yeah, when the managers told them to stop doing it and do it the way they told them to, their, their DVD sales went bombed. Yeah. I think there's a great opportunity here now to do that, just to make it personal again and to provide a service and information on, on music and on film. I think it's a great opportunity to do that and to get rid of the bulk sales mentality. Uh, I'm not sure they can pull it off in the size of stores they've got now. Uh, I think they would probably have to downsize the stores right. yes. um, and, and certainly not have anywhere near as many staff, but be you know provide training and give people the opportunity to listen to more stuff, take on opinions and so forth. Yeah. I'd really like to see that. Yeah, no, I would as well. I, I mean, I've always wanted to either work work in or own a record store like mm. Empire Records. Yeah, absolutely. Who didn't? Yeah. Who didn't want to at least set foot in that that type of store yeah. or even put up with the abuse from a Jack Black type character in a high fidelity type store absolutely you know people who know their shit yeah. and are quite happy even earlier example is tracks from Pretty in Pink <laughs> <laughs> you just outnerded me <laughs> <laughs> that was one of mine uh, that was the record store in tracks where uh, well, Empire Records is my favourite but it was all film. based so around Empire, Virgin huh? Empire Records um, including Virgin, uh, sorry, Empire Records as well. Mm. It was kind of based around like uh, Virgin Records stores. Really? Yeah. The the idea. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Apparently so. High fidelity. I think it's a great film. Well, <laughs> I, th- I think the thing to take from that is, if you're in a queue waiting to buy something at HMV and the guy in front of you is being a dick to the staff, when you get to the till, smile yeah. and just be, be nice. Be, to them. be nice. They're to having them. a shit time. Yeah. Mm. Uh, where were we before HMV? Sorry, that was just a quick rant about music. Uh, no, 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 I, the... I, I used to frequent before HMV. Sorry, um, uh, we were talking about whatever <laughs> the musical interlude was. Yeah, <laughs> and the fact that we're back. Okay, I think we should make a concerted effort. We should make a concerted effort with the show then to to put local music in as I think I think so, local and independent music. Because I, I, I mean, to be fair, I, I've bought music mainly at gigs recently. Yeah, I buy albums at gigs of yeah. the bands from the bands. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's how I've chosen to consume music recently, or funding through Kickstarter. I've funded yeah. the Amanda Palmer project through Kickstarter. So uh, th- there are lots of ways to support independent music, and the more that people talk about it, the more people share it, the better it'll be. Yeah, for sure. Okay, if you're, if you're in a band or you know a band... Uh, Come, speak to us, we'll listen to it, yeah. and maybe play it. Send a link to nerdversusworld at gmail.com, and uh, we'll put them in the show. Indeed. Cool. So what are we on with now? I don't know. Where were we? I mean, well, I've got I've got a list here, and I've got Valve Box written on my list. Ooh, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we think about that? That's from this is from CES. Now, <coughs> is that the, the Consumer Electronics Show? Yeah. Now, there's, there's a lot of cool stuff that's come out of that this time. Yeah. In, in my opinion, not not the least being the Valve Box. Um, it's called Project Bigfoot in yeah. the house, I think, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, which I think is this the handheld one or is this the uh, the, the, the handheld is the Nvidia yeah handheld. that's the Nvidia yeah Steam. the Valve box is the yeah. is the Steam box yeah, yeah. which yeah I, I 
I think it's the right move for, for Valve to do, given the way Microsoft have locked down Windows 8. Yeah. It, I think it's very much a knee-jerk reaction to that in terms of, well, if you're going to close off your environment to PC gamers, then we've got to give an option to, to take all yeah. your Steam purchases and yeah. play them somewhere. And I think this is the right move for, for Valve to be doing, to produce a box that it will just download all the content onto. Yeah. They've got complete... Uh, autonomy over the operating system on it they can do whatever they want and then you'll just be able to play all your games on it yeah, yeah. I, I, it's a no-brainer in, in in my opinion absolutely oh, I, I do think it's, it's very cleverly done um and the fact that you know the bog standard um i, I know it's in prototype at the moment but <laughs> that the the declaration that they made is that the bog standard uh, format is going to come with a terabyte of uh, of memory yeah. <laughs> just as a as an outfall because they know that that you know, it's for serious gamers. Yeah, you'll have a load it's of games going to be aimed at them, yeah. Yeah, and people are going to need that sort of memory base with you know with a quad core. Is it quad core running on? I, I'm not sure what um, specs are of it. To be well, honest, it, so. it, I, I I thought it was quad core. They, they're going to run on there. Yeah, likely, but I, to be honest, it, it yeah, it's not cores, really that relevant. It, it'll be the, the the GPU in it that that uh, makes it what it is. But I mean, Valve, for, in my opinion, are making all the right moves at the moment. They've just released uh, Steam for Linux, so they're they're, yes. they're going into that market as well. So I think they are branching out in the right direction. Yeah. And to be honest, I think it's a great fuck you to Microsoft for trying to lock down their environment. Yeah, I think the way to go because uh, it's it's been long overdue, in my opinion. Um, they sh- they should have been doing fuck you to Microsoft from from day one. They've got the customer base. Yes, you know. I mean, that, who here doesn't have a library of games on Steam and then sit there and go, oh, yeah, I fancy playing this today and download and install that. I've not got a particularly large library of games on Steam, but I have got a library of them. My, my, mine's gradually growing. <laughs> See, I, I, 50% I, off that, but I'll have that. I just kind of rate mine off your NAS drive. <laughs> well, this is true. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I tend to use a Mac for everything, yeah. so... There's not as many there's not as many Mac options yeah. on the Steam. Well, I so there, there there isn't for Linux either, but it it, it, it will be getting bigger. Yeah. Uh, the fact that they've made inroads to doing it and they've yeah. actually got the client there, you've got games that you can download and play. It's only going to get better as time progresses because they that that's always been the big uh, thing that stopped people using Linux more often is is the support for gaming and 3D environments because that's a very, very difficult thing to, to for people to do the drivers for and reverse engineer them. And a lot of the that NVIDIA, they're, they're, they're pretty good. They will release the drivers and everything for, for the open source community to use, um, which is great. But, uh, yeah, I think it's just the support needs to get better yeah. from the companies. And then, uh, yeah, it... In my ideal world, people will stop using Windows. I think one Indeed. of the quotes I used to have on my desktop was, uh, "In a world, what was it? In a world without walls, who needs Windows and yes. gates?" Yes. Very good. <laughs> I like that one. It's a very good quote. So we're excited for the Steam Box. I, I, I'm very yeah. excited about it. I think it's a great move. I'm also massively excited by the Illumina Room. The Illumina Room looks that amazing. Looks I mean, the balls. Okay, after we've just kicked Microsoft in the bollocks, we have to give them props. <laughs> give them props for, for, the, for the Illumina Room. But it wasn't a mic. They, they, they kind of... It but it's, 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 yeah. but it's, yeah. a, it's a Samsung thing as well. Yeah, it's a Samsung yes, thing as well. Yeah. But basically, for, the, for those who haven't seen it, again, we'll, we'll include links to a lot of these things when, when we post the, the podcast. But the, the Illumina Room takes gaming and kind of explodes it out of your computer by projecting it onto the walls in the rest of your living room. So if you play in a first-person shooter, the entire environment will take up your whole room. Yeah. It'll just project it. It just looks amazing. 
just it turns your entire living room into a 3D cinema. Yeah, it really really does look like it would be amazing. But the only other worry with that is that it does the whole 3D thing with cinema and games stop looking at storyline and gameplay and yeah. start looking at ways they, they can exploit the Illuminate room. It becomes gadget-based yeah. rather than... Yeah. yeah. It's always a danger. It would make yeah. a fucking awesome time crisis. Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> they got. They have Mario Kart as one of the examples on there, and I was yeah. like, racing game. That'd be cool. Yeah, racing yeah, game. Full, full immersion. Um, I, I, I'm looking at sort of uh, sort of airplane. Um, oh, yeah. flight sims. Flight sims. Yeah. Flight sims and space sims, where space sims, the TV, the TV, oh, literally yeah. becomes your your heads up display yeah. from yes. your cockpit window, and then everything else is the but entire. But if you incorporate that with the um, the the uh, Nvidia controller with the head-up display on the actual controller in with the TV behind it. Of course, it. the Fuck recently me. funded uh, Elite Frontier, uh, Elite Dangerous, sorry, yes. on on Kickstarter, which I did back. So, all you need there is a you know is a nice cockpit fucking cockpit ready fucking seat with surround sound speakers. Yeah. Speaking of which, is, uh, one of the other things you posted, which is the the, the home theatre <laughs> systems, oh, all the, the various people who've, who've done home theatres based on like the, the kind of the bridge of the Enterprise. Yeah. and <laughs> themed and stuff awesome. that was awesome I mean, I was, it's I, not a living room it's it's a proper screening room there's like at least 8 to 12 <laughs> seats in rows in the rooms so it's a proper sit down theatre yeah. essentially I, 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 have they got a multi-screen like game so you can like do uh, multiplayer no, games. games it's, it's, it's not it's games it's, it's cinema just, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's essentially a room. I, I mean, I'll put the link in the uh, in the description of yeah. the show yeah. but it's people with, with so much money they have built personal cinemas yes. around a theme yeah. There's, uh, okay, there's, yeah. Uh, there's in a, their homes. Yeah. In the, there's a Pirates of the Caribbean one. Yeah, the Pirates. Which ship. The, awesome. the cinema seats uh, have got little cannons for armrests, and the whole thing is the decking of a ship. Cool. There's a Star Wars one. Yeah, there's a Star Wars one. There's a Stargate themed one. Yeah. There was two Star Trek. Was yeah, the original, the original and, and next gen. Right? Yeah, next gen. Um, I was uh, thinking there was what, a Titanic one. Yeah. The, one the Western one was pretty yeah. cool as well. The Western one, yeah. But what well, would you so have? It's a fucking submersible bloody... Well, there was a submarine. There was a submarine one Somebody well. had done yeah. a submarine with all the just kind yeah. of the metal tubing around the room so it looked like you were sat in a submarine. I think if I was going to do one, it would have to be one of two options for me. I mean, the TARDIS is an obvious one, but that's mentioned in the article, so I'm not going to reference that one. But it'd either be Serenity. Mm, yeah, bridge or well, yeah. a bridge or, or the, uh, the, com- mess, the, the the common the mess hall, the mess yeah, hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or mm. a nice a nice yeah, fancy yeah. setting pub. Yeah, where you yeah. can just watch a watch a, watch a film with a flag and a veil. Do you know what would work with that if you actually had um, like um, a bench, two two seats with a bench in front of you uh, on e- not not you know so each set there, but in the middle there's a, there's a flagon. But with a beer tap on the actual table, yeah. and then cutaways with drop-in bowls, and it's got fucking like bacon, just just bacon. <laughs> bacon makes everything. A better. bowl of bacon <laughs> to tie on several things we've spoken about. Uh, we did uh, that one Christmas day when I was running the Bullingdon. Um, we had the entire back room of the bully. We dragged the sofas in from the front room, put high fidelity on the big screen, and had the whole club to ourselves. Nice. That was Christmas day. Was the bacon? <laughs> Uh, there was bacon, sausages wrapped in bacon. Result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ale and bacon. <laughs> so, yes. But yeah, I, I saw those and I was just like, I have to make myself all the money in the world. Yeah. Just so I can build one of these for myself. 
But what would I do? And it would be the mess hall from Serenity. You'd do the mess hall from Because for those who don't know me, of all the fandoms that I ship, and I do worship quite a lot of them, <laughs> uh, Firefly is probably my yeah. ultimate one. I've, I've inadvertently created a Firefly shrine. All hail the brown coats. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, I've got the posters and I've got the books and everything, and the one clear flat surface is the only place I can put a candle, which just also happens to be the place where most of my Firefly stuff happens to be. <laughs> so it looks like I've subconsciously, subconsciously built a shrine. Built a shrine <laughs> 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 what else is on my list? I see one on the list that I do want to talk about because I went and read this after you posted it. This is the whole Mars One thing. Yeah. Have you read up about this yet, AD? No, Mars One. Basically, uh, there's a plan in place to send, uh, to, to start a colony on Mars. And it's in the, in the Netherlands. And what they've done is they've, they've got a ton of people working on it, one of which is a TV exec from yeah. the UK. Uh, and how they're going to fund this is they're going to do the entire thing as a reality show over the next 10 years. So they're going to pick, from the look of it, it I, I thought originally they were planning on sending loads and loads of people, but no, they're, they're going to select four astronauts, four people for the first mission. And they're going to film all their training and so forth. They're going to send them to Mars in like eight years' time, and it'll take them a year or whatever to get to yeah. Mars, and then they'll set up on Mars. And then every two years, they're going to send out another four people. <laughs> what, for them to eat? Well, I don't know. <laughs> this is the whole thing. They've all gone fucking cannibalistic the more I psychos. Sat, yeah, the more I sat and thought about it, the more I thought they might as well just make a two-hour oh film. fucking Reavers! Yeah, a two-hour <laughs> film of how it all goes horribly wrong and everyone <laughs> yeah. dies. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God, it's the plot going, from Firefly. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. they're all going to turn into Reavers uh, and come back and fucking destroy I the world. I can't see any way that this could actually be successful. Yeah. <laughs> Originally, I thought it was just like, it's a ridiculous way of making money through a reality show, but they've set it up as a not-for-profit foundation, so they're not actually going to be making any money out of it. So it's I, still going to be funded, though, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's, it's got to be funded. Well, yeah. uh, they've got several sponsors. Like they're, they're sponsored by the uh, people who do a three D printer. So I'm assuming they're going to be using three D printing to create a lot of the stuff for it. And the habitats that are supposedly sending up are inflatable habitats. <laughs> yeah, nothing could possibly go wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I read through the mission briefing. I read through the tech that they're planning on seeing, and and. The more and more I read about it, the more of a calamity I thought it was yeah. going to be. And so they're, they're opening applications for it, and anybody from the entire world yeah. can apply. Yeah. Now, it's funny you say that, because I was actually watching a, a programme not so long ago. I think it was, um, it's, I believe it's Austria. I'm not entirely, uh, 100%, but it's, de it's definitely uh, of, you know, Northern Europe uh, area um, it could could be Norwegian, could be Swiss. Well, I'm not entirely sure, but they've actually developed a um, spacesuit uh, for missions to Mars, which is a temperature controlled type. It, basically, it's like a fucking still suit from June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and and it, it but it, it's massively hard work. They're, they're doing training on it now, and there's this guy. He's been he's been uh, their test pilot for it for like two years it's been in development for two three years and, and like every day he's been going out in this fucking June area doing these fucking space tasks in this fucking desert yeah. somewhere in his fucking suit well it's, it's the like, thing yeah because they're, they're setting up like uh, Mars simulation environments and yes. they're doing all sorts of stuff with it and so the, the more I read about it the more I started digging into it looking for something of it being a joke or some kind yeah. of elaborate hoax but it's not yeah 
it's, it's actually if even the original the original article says you don't need to be a physicist or have any sort of scientific skills or even you know a pilot or any no. any any useful skills no it's indeed. an open call for anyone to be an astronaut Which, to mars and your name's not on the list <laughs> In, in my mind, <laughs> I think it's got to be some kind of elaborate setup for a long-running reality show. They're not okay, actually going to go to no, Mars. No, they'll, they'll put them in a... <laughs> well, they're going to Capricorn 1 it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Why else would... Uh, That'd be giving, funny as fuck. I, un, I kind of get using reality TV as a model to pay for it, but it just it seems too fishy Yeah, that they're just oh, going to lock four people away for yeah. two years yeah. in a box. Yeah. <laughs> in inflatable, in bouncy castles. <laughs> because the reality of the situation is just unthinkable. If they actually do fire four people into space and we just watch them die. It's just, it, it's insane. But I, I implore anybody to go out and look into it and yeah. just see what's going on. Or if you're really that fucking mental... Then yeah, sign up. Yeah. Sign up. They, they appear to be taking we'll it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Nothing could possibly go wrong. Come on, <laughs> vote people off the planet. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Davina McCall is going to be haggard. <laughs> you waiting for people to get evicted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which one do we kick out the airlock today, folks? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's the Doctor Who one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I can't believe we've come back to Doctor Who and AD was eating his beard last time we spoke about Doctor Who so we should probably move on. All right, okay. <laughs> Before he inhales himself. Procrastinated. Okay, we've talked about films, we've talked about TV shows. I actually happen to watch a lot of stuff on YouTube nowadays. Okay. I think YouTube's becoming a really great source for creative content. It has. The Geek and Sundry channel is amazing. Yeah, I, I watched Geek because uh, Neil's Puppet Dreams is, yeah. is a favourite in well, my household. That's on the Nerdist. Yeah, Nerdist, yeah. yeah sorry. Uh, but Tabletop on. Tabletop, is, yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. Sorry, awesome yeah. show. I tabletop show. is fantastic. Is It's just how to bring tabletop gaming into the modern day kicking and screaming. I love it. I, I play a lot of tabletop games, yeah. so it's great to see Will Wheaton, Will Wheaton nerding out. and. It is fantastic. Yeah. Speaking of uh, webisodes, um, Mortal Kombat yeah, uh, is yeah. coming up yeah. into Legacy season. Yeah. Legacy season two. Yeah. yeah, I really like what he's done with the Mortal Kombat universe. I yeah. really do it like it. Cool. The first season was awesome, and it had Jerry Ryan in the pilot. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Casper Van Dien's in it now, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm. In fact, the original was he the original Shang Tsung? No. No, no, no. But no, the original, no. the, yeah. the Shang Tsung from, from the, the, from the film. Mortal Kombat film yeah. yes. is in it. Yes, yes, he is, but so not playing the same character. Same, no. Yeah. So, But no, what he's done with that series is, is really cool. But uh, is it Scorpion or Sub, Sub-Zero uh, in the film and from the, uh, was it Rising? What kind of, was the first one? Uh, I think it was just called Legacy, wasn't it? Mm. Was just Mortal Kombat Legacy? I, I don't remember. I can't remember. I think it was Legacy and this one's Rising. Something like that. Okay, maybe. They, they, they've got two separate kind of names, yeah. but it's basically it's Legacy Season 2. Um, but yeah, he, he's been continuing. He, it's the same character. Or cool. same same guy playing the same character. Because the Sub-Zero and the Scorpion fights from first season Fucking were awesome. awesome. <laughs> they were really good. And that that's really... I mean, that's where I see a lot of these sort of niche franchises going well a lot of them are going like that because there's um, Star Trek stuff being made as well yeah there is there's like a like 
Staff, staff, uh, staff, the academy type things. Isn't yeah, well, yeah, the, the, but there's a. Is this from the new franchise of? of no, star Trek no, or, it's, it's or one that's been funded through Kickstarter again. Um, and God, I love Kickstarter. It's got people. Yeah. It's got like Walter Koenig involved and uh, other people like that. So there's original Star Trek. Ca- not characters, but cast yeah, but is, is it based around Next Generation? Or I think is it, 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 it's sort of Next Generation next Voyager. Generation. Area. I think it's Next Generation. Um, and it, okay. it's, it's a fan-funded flick. Thing. I, I, I didn't read the exact details of it, but it, it's it's gone into production. There's been some already produced, and then there's there's more going into production now. Awesome. I want to find that. So I'll yeah, there, that. There, there there appears to be more Star Trek on the cards. It's it's not <laughs> it's not kind of official. TV show, it's it's fan produced, but yeah. it, it yeah. gets a lot of the original Star Trek cast back into it as well from the various incarnations That's of Star cool. Trek. So there's some people from Next Gen. I think Robert Picardo's back in it as well. I think. God bless him. He gets around. Yeah, he, he like he, he just likes being involved in shit. It's like, yeah. oh, fan flick, take me, he's, take me. He's finally got to Twitter though as well. I think. Has he? No, I think he is now on Twitter. God bless him. He's brilliant. <laughs> and he, that doc, that character, that doctor was awesome yes yes. one of the best characters in Voyager I think there's the cantankerous nature of it one of the only good characters in Voyager but one of the only good things about Voyager oh I oh, don't know I, I kind of like <laughs> yeah, Voyager well you've got two other things from Voyager on your mind but... <laughs> yeah Jenny Ryan tweeted me did she yeah oh Leave me alone. Yeah, I was about to say, what was that? Was that you have been you have been summoned to court? Who please, is this? Who please, is this? Please cease and desist. No, no, no. Please actually, stop sending me naked pictures of your elbow. <laughs> no, she actually no, not not that. She actually generally she, she did tweet me. One of the happiest days of my life got tweeted by Jerry Jerry Ryan. I think she uh, put she put up a link to a Twitter handle called Drinking at Work. And I started following them, and I just spent hours just reading through their tweets and just pissing myself laughing because they were funny. And I just tweeted, thanks to Jerry at Ryan, I am now following t- drinking at work. can already feel productivity dropping. And she just tweeted back, ha! <laughs> exclamation mark. I was just like, it's one word, it's one word and exclamation point. Yeah, did Jerry matter. Ryan tweet you counts. again? just <laughs> made my life. <laughs> yeah, that I'm a happy nerd. You'll get the rip through soon. <laughs> I think I wrote a blog about it that was longer than the tweet. <laughs> it wouldn't have to be <laughs> longer. Uh, but you know, you, 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 you hang on to all the small victories. Don't Absolutely. You? Rule, rule thirty-two. Enjoy the little things. <laughs> Anyone famous tweeted you? You don't really tweet much, do you? No. no. Well, I've spoken to quite a few people on Twitter. Oh, actually, there has Kevin Smith. There has. It's, they're not famous as such. Um, it's. <laughs> Um, uh, it's a band from uh, Japan Um, they started following me because I found their singer because I wanted to um, ask them for permission to play one of their songs on uh, one of my uh, song knives uh, wonky cast and uh, um, yeah they started like tweeting uh, things to me in Japanese and I'm like guys I'm English what the hell and it's like oh welcome so fan you like us (laughs) you seem like a cool guy (laughs) awesome I love how they managed to get the accent on Twitter. It was awesome, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it, it? It's the way it was written in... Um, oh, what do they call it? It's, it's like uh, pidgin English. Yeah. So it's actually written uh, say in Japanese. So. so you got tweeted by Kevin Smith? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of... I've forgotten his name now. A guy who writes the new Doctor Who comics. 
Tony Lee. Yeah, Tony Lee. Tony Lee. Yeah, yeah. He was a dude, though. Tony Lee was yeah. outstanding at the SFX yeah, weekend last SFX year. Weekender, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think he's going this year because it's Sci-Fi Weekender rather than SFX Weekender. So I don't think he's going. It's a shame. It's a shame because he was on some good panels. The uh, the writing a story, flash fiction panel. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. brilliant. Yeah. I think I fell in love with Stacia Kane. Yeah, she was very she was good. Stacia Kane. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of good authors there last yeah, year. Yeah, really was. China Mayville among them. Is he back for this one? Don't think he's back this time. No. It's a shame because I wanted to congratulate him on on Dial H, the new comic series he's written, which is fantastic. It's a DC New Fifty Two. Oh, okay. It took the place of one of the ones that got cancelled, and it's now up to it's issue seven or eight now. Nice. Um, on on the subject of comics, DC Univ- DC Universe Presents is is biting the dust, which was one that just had kind of feature episodes every week, so every month. Uh, it just had a couple of it started out with the Dead Man story and then did Guardians of the Universe and a couple of other things so that's that's dying um, and there's a few more coming in to replace it chief amongst which is the new Constantine which starts in March excellent because the original Hellblazer's finishing on issue 300 so yeah. they've got three issues of that to go one just came out this month and we've got two more I was going to say they're not calling it Hellblazer it's going to be called Constantine I, 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 I don't know what it's I think it's just going to be called Constantine because they they brought Constantine in line with Justice League Dark which is one yeah. that I've been reading because uh, that's um, Constantine Zatanna Dead Man Shade the Changing Man uh a few other people kicking because but it starts out with uh, well yeah it starts out with uh, Justice League turning up and getting their asses kicked because it's magic so Superman gets his ass kicked by uh, by magic and so they go right we can't deal with this so send Zatanna in and Zatanna gets everybody else involved and they start going up against all the magic ones uh, another one which is um, I Vampire is another one that's being cancelled. So there's quite a few being cancelled. So, so I, I, I hadn't heard the, about the Constantine. Yeah, yeah. So Hell, Hellblazer finishing issue 300, and, you, and then he's, he's going mainline so DC. <laughs> so he's not going to be Vertigo anymore. He's really? his main universe. Oh, oh wow. Okay, that, that is yeah. quite a shame. Just, yeah. Yeah. So because because he moved into the main universe with New 52, and now he's getting his own book as well. Yeah, no book. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So intriguing. Intriguing times ahead for Constantine. Good luck, John Constantine. We'll see how he gets on. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might have to start buying that book. Yeah, uh, it starts in March. I, I, I want to see how they're going to wrap up Hellblazer first. Yeah. Just, it, it deserves a send-off because it, it's been one of my favourite comics for many, many years, Hellblazer. So we'll see. But yeah, that's, that was just some comic-related news. I think if there's a show for it, this is it. Absolutely. <laughs> so, I don't know, have we got anything else? Are we wrapping up? Where, oh, where, we got what else have I got here? And I've got like... Uh, the, the, yeah, the, the, the fun, fun, fun bit to end off yeah. with. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. White House. This is not the petition response you're looking for. Responding to the Death Star petition. Ah, yeah, he's got the Hall of Hell letter. <laughs> yeah. That was that yeah. was a great. That story. was fun. Brilliant. What was it? Something like 30, 30, 40,000 people in America and putting a petition Fission. to the White House to build a Death Star, based on the. Creation of the jobs that it would create yeah. and the security of the and nation. The yeah. And, and security of the nation, was it? Yeah. The lesson, the response was funny, and I'll link, I'll link to the response, you can read it in full, but the thing that I really liked about it was the way that they ended it by saying, if you 
focus on your on your sciences and your maths, yeah, there's no reason that something like this can't be done. Well, that was it. I mean, they basically went, yeah, uh, okay, we're, we're not going to do it because uh, the costs associated with building it are astronomical and we've kind of got other things to spend our money on. Plus, we don't really want to be seen to be the administration that goes around blowing up other planets. Right. <laughs> yes. and, and then there was just stuff like, you know, we'll, but we, you know, we'll, we'll kind of put money into the technology going to make Luke's hand and things yeah. like that. that. I loved all the references back there to the Star Wars universe. Yeah. It yeah. was a very, very clever response. It really was. I, I enjoyed reading it just for that. Just that they've put some thought into they, this. Yeah, they, they really yeah. did. It wasn't um, just a kind of uh, blow them off. I, I, I think it was. It was actually the the uh, the chief um, administrator guy that that actually wrote that. It wasn't just his secretary. He actually yeah. thought long and hard about that and yeah. went. Fair play to it. It's a massive kudos cool. to someone for doing yeah. that. Yeah. And and what was the reference to Obama being like one with the force and shit? Like that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? It was, it was pretty cool. It, it worked well with the letter, but yeah. It was like yeah, Obama is at peace with the force and, and and is is much to do with the skills of the Jedi. I'm like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah. I thought it was very, it very well be done. It, it made windy. me smile yeah. that they would take time to, to respond to it in that way without being pretentious about it. Yes, I think. I know. And it, it, was, yeah, it was aspirational in yeah. the time. It was, yeah. I think it very yeah. much did kind of say, you know, uh, if, if you work hard at stuff, then we could see a universe like that happening yeah. and all these possibilities. It was, yeah, really good. Uh, they were talking about the. Uh, Basically, building things that are like atats, I think, were referenced in yes, it as well. Were, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all train worker, walkers were, yeah. were mentioned in they it. They were. Yeah. Um, what was the pre- there was another one to do with that. I can't remember what it was. Uh, yeah, I, I can't remember what it was actually. It was just the, the line just before the walkers. It, they'd actually mentioned something, some kind of tech. It, it wasn't Luke's arm. It was something. Uh, well, it'll all it'll all be in the podcast it, it though. Be, yeah. So it, we'll sort it and you can go <laughs> and have a look at it yourselves. Brain parts today. <laughs> yeah, and all the derpy dips. Yeah. So I think that about wraps us up for the first one, then, chaps. I think it does. Thanks, guys. No, no problem. Thank you very much. So yeah, I've, I've been Spindles. I've been Aidy. And I've been Brendan. Thanks for listening. Peace out, everyone. Do you want to do your sign-off? Uh, you know the drill. Until next time, take care and be excellent to each other.